we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for November 29th, 2021. Uh, I'll go ahead and get right into the um, rotating our warfare prayers prayer to neutralize occult rituals. And then we'll get into a rather large study for today. Um, <clears throat> some just insane information to cover. Um, I'll go ahead and open us up here. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of the Father, we come in the authority given to us in Christ Jesus. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continually. We put on the whole armor of God. We, re we resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth. We, we rise to war by the power of the Holy Spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will in the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of warring angels in full battle array to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Rout your enemy on all fronts, O Lord. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have intended for others. We nullify, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, and strategy. Cause their secret plans, agendas, and motivation of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare that what these evil people and entities meant for evil, you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened by them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, we break and cancel every curse, spell, hex, vex, charm, enchantment, decree, spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ, the innocent, and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo, priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil work in iniquity. May they fall into the very pits that they have dug for others. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Save those that can be saved. Show them the truth about who they're serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path. Open their minds, ears, and eyes to receive the supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel. Bring them to salvation, Lord God, if it be possible. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb, and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get right into it today. And I wanted to cover, touch on this because... Um, this came up in the last month or so, and this next report is entitled Biden Incest and Pedophilia Confirmed. And again, remember, this is endemic throughout all Hollywood, throughout uh, politics, I think increasingly more so the higher you get in politics. Anybody on a world stage, at a world level, a world leader, uh, pretty much is embroiled in these types of things. And th that's who Satan chooses to put in these positions of power and influence over other people. So this is just kind of the norm, but uh, this is Biden incest and, and pedophilia confirmed. Uh, Ashley Biden's diary is legitimate. FBI cover-up exposed. November 8th, 2021, welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. A whole year ago, Patrick Howley broke what should have been that year's biggest story with National Fire. He obtained a 2019 diary, a diary written by Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley, while she was doing a drug rehab stint in Florida. That diary, more than 100 pages long, revealed a staggering amount of disgusting details about Ashley's personal life. In it, she described taking incest sexual showers with her father, Joe Biden, as a child. Showers that she said, quote, probably weren't appropriate. She described other childhood sexual trauma as well, ultimately, which she blamed for an overwhelming adult sex drive. No, no shower with your dad is appropriate. Quote, was I molested? She asked. Quote, I think so. There's a lot more there, too. She has a whole list of people that she resents for various reasons. 
Joe Biden, dad is there, resented for his money and his control. Hunter and Haley Biden are there, both for the drugs they apparently use. And Ashley describes her failing marriage, how it fell apart. She mentions multiple affairs on her part and imagines her husband having affairs of his own. She expresses a lot of angst about Hunter Biden moving into a multi-million dollar house in Southern California. And once people find out about all of this, she thinks it could sink her father's presidential campaign. But of course, that didn't happen. For the entire 2020 election, the press ran relentless interference for Joe Biden. Yeah. Overtly, blatantly. They refused to cover their corrupt business arrangements. Or they just out and out lied and said that obvious corruption was actually legitimate. When Hunter Biden's laptop... He was the one that was anointed to go in after Trump. Trump handed the satanic baton to Biden. And now we've went to New World Order light to New World Order 2.0. New World Order heavy under Biden. And we've seen evidence of it since he's been in office. I don't... They could not have implemented the things that they're doing under Biden under Trump because... Trump had to give the facade of being a good guy. Well, even though I think we've proven that's not the case, in the umpteen studies that I've done exposing Trump, uh, it would have been a lot harder to pull off what they're doing with Biden now under Trump. And uh, that's this is why they chose him, or at least one of the reasons. Was released. The press, Twitter, Facebook, and the deep state, they all colluded to claim that it was Russian disinformation. And they actively suppressed the story they hit it so when ashley biden's diary was released they ignored suppressed and hid that too and honestly the statements in this diary are so extreme you can hardly blame anybody for thinking it might be fake but now we know that it's not last week the fbi raided project veritas's james o'keefe's home and the homes of his associates apparently in connection with an investigation of ashley's diary and how it went public so now we because they've got to they've got to protect the wicked and unfortunately i'm not saying all law enforcement's bad but they're unfortunately at the top the people that control law enforcement um they are wicked and they are corrupt and they will use law enforcement in order to protect the narrative in order to protect the wicked and if it's evil it's good and if it's good it's evil that's how things are viewed uh, by the Luciferians and Satanists at the top. No, the diary is real. Ashley Biden did take inappropriate showers with her father as a child. So since the FBI wants to run cover, and since the media wants to ignore this, we will not. Patrick Holly joins us now. So what exactly is in this diary? You know, this is a really staggering diary, and it's a um, an achievement of journalism. Um, you know, I confirmed that this diary was real. The diary is not stolen. Ashley left the diary behind. The diary was not stolen. So the mainstream media narratives and the FBI are just, um, they are trying to present an image of how this story came to be that simply is not true. What they should be talking about is Joe Biden's creepy behavior around his daughter. When you look at Ashley. No less so than Trump's creepy behavior around Ivanka when she was small. And let me tell you, the pictures of Trump and Ivanka are more uh, damning than any picture I've seen of Biden and, and his daughter. I mean, the pictures of Trump and Ivanka when she was um, 
you know, growing up all the way into her teens and, and into her adulthood are really over the top beyond sick, creepy stuff. The one where he's sitting on the two parrots that are mating, the stone parrots that are mating, and Ivanka look, looking to be about 12 or 13 is sitting on his lap in a mini skirt with a very sheer um, uh, blouse with butterflies on it, which is indicating MK Ultra mind control slave programming, most likely looking at Trump in a very, very drugged out, seductive way, looking at her own dad that way, sitting on his lap while he's while he and her are both sitting on two parrots, stone parrots that are mating. I'm assuming this was at Marlago. That is some sick, evil, wicked, twisted stuff. Who takes a picture like that with his daughter? And there's many others. That's just one of the worst. I've got it all documented in my, oh my word. I've got two docs on him now. They're way over 100 pages documenting the wickedness of Trump. So this is just something that is the norm. This is what they do. That way they always have you blackmailed. Because if you get out of line, they're going to let these, the real pictures, they're going to threaten to let the real pictures leak from somewhere and you'll be done. And this is why they own them lock, stock, and barrel, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, whatever. Biden writing that she was, quote, hypersexualized at a young age. Was I molested? I think so. I do remember trauma. I remember somewhat being sexualized with Caroline. I remember having sex with friends at a young age. Showers with my dad, probably not appropriate. Ugh. She says... She remembers, quote, being turned on when I wasn't supposed to be. I remember the Q-tips. I hated getting my... Q-tips. I had to mute this part because it got too little too graphic. She also says that due to her relationship with her father, she became convinced that she could only get love from men and not from women because her mother was described as emotionally not available. Of course. She does, of course, resent Joe Biden, and how could you not? So when you look at what... Joe Biden's own daughter has to say about this man, this demented, old, traitorous, corrupt fool. OK, and you look at the video of Joe Biden molesting the niece of Senator Steve Baines. Her name is Maria. She Ew. confirmed that Joe Biden pinched her body. When you look at the way that Joe shows one of the many times he's been on stage taking pictures with little girls and his hand moves over. Ugh. I don't know. All I can tell you is what the Bible says has been better for that person that they never been born, essentially. Or have a millstone hung about their neck and they'd be cast in the midst of the sea and they offend one of these little ones that believeth on me. I, I just, all I can really beg God for is, is for God to get them there post-haste as quickly as possible. Because I, don't, I really don't see a lot of Bible for child molesters getting saved. I'm not saying that, it, that there's anything too hard for God, but I just don't see a lot of testimonies of former child molesters coming forward and said, oh, I was miraculously saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Because I think there's a line you cross with God. And once you cross this line, and, and I think, you know, where that line is, I don't know. That's God's business, you know. But 
I think it's part of the process of what the Bible talks about being turned over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient, like the Bible talks about in Romans 1. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron, you know, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 1 Timothy 4 1. And the Bible talks about there is a sin, a sin unto death that you don't pray about. See 1 John 1. I'm sorry, 1 John chapter 5 talks about a sin there that says don't pray about then you go to jeremiah 7 11 and 14 and you look those are three instances and, and there's more in jeremiah but those are three instances and chapters in jeremiah where it's talking about israel and they had um gone so far so so far over the edge where god said do not pray for this people i will not hear you they sacrificed their children to moloch i never told them to do that but yet they think they're doing it to me essentially they're doing it for me. But see, that's how when, when you give yourself over to Satan and you just let your and you don't police yourself and you don't make an attempt to come in conformity with the word of God. Well, the logical conclusion is you're going to go further and further into the dark side. And Jeremiah 11, 7 and 14 are proof of how deluded one can be, yet they still think they're good with God. They were baking cakes to the Queen of Heaven, which is the Catholic, the modern-day version of the Catholic Mary, which was paganism, was idolatry. They thought they were doing it to God. They were still participating in temple worship, yet they were sacrificing their children to Moloch. And they, they thought they were okay with God, just like the Bible says in La the Laodicean Church of Revelation 3. They, they're neither hot nor cold. They're, they're lukewarm, and God's going to vomit them out. Yet they think that they're good with god they think that they're they're right with god and i'm not saying that because i'm so think i'm so perfect and i'm so sanctimonious and i'm so puritanical and holier than that i'm not saying that at all but if you let yourself just go and this is why you hear me say these verses in the bible the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it you, you got to You've got to constantly check yourself against the word of God. The Bible talks about, you know, to see if you're in the faith. And I don't mean earning your way to heaven. I mean, are we in, trying to live in conformity with the word of God? Is, is my conscience, has it been seared with a hot iron? I mean, are things that, you know, should really super bother me, are they not bothering me? The, but the Bible says that the, whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth. And if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. So God's not going to let you get away with this type of thing as a saved Christian. You're not going to let you get away with child molestation or even get anywhere near that before you're chastened of God. Now, if you're not chastened of God, the Bible says then you're bastards because you're not his kid. A bastard is an illegitimate son. If you're truly saved, God's not going to just let you go into that and, and there's going to be no chastening along the way. Why? Because he loves you and he doesn't want you to go down that path. He cares about you, therefore he's going to discipline you before you ever even get near to that. Such a thing. But if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. And again, this gets into the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. There's a lot of people participating in religion like those that were participating in religion, the, the Israelites of Jeremiah 7, 11, and 14, that thought they were pretty good stead with god yet they're sacrificing their children to molech basically burning them alive 
But we're, we're good with God. We're good. This is how deluded you can get. And I'll tell you, the modern day church isn't too far off. Absolute, pretty much total lockstep with the whole COVID kill agenda. Romans 13 above anything else. Obey the government. They're always a force for good. Do whatever it says, even if it's a blatant total contradiction of what the word of God says. Romans 13 doesn't say that though. That would only apply if the government was a force for good and doing God's work. And they're not. Now, I'm not saying every single aspect of government is is um, totally corrupted and that we... I'm not saying that. I'm saying the people at the top calling the shots. And if the head is sick, the whole body's going to be sick. And that's where we're at. Anyway, let's go forward. Biden molests children. It is on video. It is on tape. And you, I yeah. even remember. I mean, what he means by on video on tape is all the times he's been caught on stage. I mean, literally photo ops. Now, can you imagine if this guy's been caught over and over and over again? He cannot keep his hands off children. He is incapable. He is the biggest, one of the biggest degenerates that, and embarrassments that, the world has ever known much less the american government and they choose that slimy scum to be the faux president meaning the fake president that he is they choose that devil and it's to really throw us throw it in our face and to try to just demoralize us realizing they couldn't have picked a bigger buffoon child molesting devil if they tried at least Trump had had enough sense to keep his hands off off little children for the other than his own daughter in front of the public in front of Biden can't do it. I've read stories about Biden where like um he's had this problem for why? Because he's demon possessed to the toenails. That's why. Okay, he's on demonic autopilot. He cannot keep his hands off children. He can't keep his hands off women either. I've read stories about the staff that that would try to, um, you know, even Secret Service or, or FBI women that were, he would just try to be all over them. Can't keep his, goes around naked and stuff in, in his mansion and, and it just, he's just sick. I, I heard he even had brain surgery one time to try to fix it. <laughs> you can't, you can't brain surgery out demons, devil. That's the problem. You can't do it. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to laugh at the old scalpel. So, and I've reported on, on all this re regarding Biden in the past. When Jeff Sessions, you know, shielded his granddaughters away from Joe Biden when he's in that creepy room as yeah. vice president. Shows, when shows Jeff Sessions, who is a devil from the pit of hell, but he's swatting Biden's hand off his grandchild. He, he even had enough protective, being the devil that Jeff Sessions is, he still had enough um, protective um, impulses in him to swat this devil i mean th this guy is is gonna white hot hellfire baby oh white hot senators right apparently that's just a buffet for him to molest children this is absolutely horrifying this man has no business representing the united states of america on the world stage his presidency on a policy level is a disaster china is basically conquering this country you've got inflation the, the american people are hurting there are supply chain shortages that they can't figure out that alone 
proves that Joe Biden is not fit to be the president of the United States. But the fact that he is this sick man and he evidently thinks that he is above the law and he can get away with this kind of behavior is absolutely disturbing. We've never seen anything like this before in the office of the presidency on this level and now publicly exposed. Will lawmakers, anybody in Congress, anybody in the United States Senate propose impeachment? I mean, will anybody bring this up? I know that we've had some you know, flagrant speech and riling up the base and articles for this and that. But this is this is confirmed pedophilia and incest. Yes. You know, the problem is that if Joe Biden gets impeached, then Kamala Harris becomes the president. And so that doesn't really accomplish anything in terms of changing the horrible policy um, decisions that are being made, because it's going to be the same cabal of corrupt deep state people running the country. But Obviously, you know, I've been saying from the start that the 2020 election should be decertified based on the massive, massive evidence of election fraud in 2020. Um, but Republicans don't seem to have the spine in order to be able to get that done. That's because they're all in on it for the most part. Well, the FBI is investigating how this thing might have been stolen. They're raiding James O'Keefe's home and the homes of his associates rather than investigating Joe Biden for criminal activity, felony criminal activity, sex with minors, specifically his daughter in the shower, allegedly. I mean, what does that say about the country that we live in? What does that say about our Department of Justice? You know, our country has become... Um, I mean, the people are still great. The country itself is still great. I love the idea of America, but the country has become so crooked and so corrupt in terms of the government and the media. And I mean, if you look at these so-called fact checkers, because they called me a conspiracy theorist for so long, right? Did you know, I'm, I'm breaking a story right now, factcheck.org is a project of the Annenberg Public Policy Center at the University of Pennsylvania. I have an SEC licensing agreement in 20, from 2018, before coronavirus, showing that by BioNTech, which is Pfizer's partner on the coronavirus vaccine, has been paying presumably a massive amount of money to the University of Pennsylvania for vaccine technology. BioNTech stated, quote, if proprietary pen technology is part of a new mRNA-based vaccine, the university will be eligible to receive additional milestone payments and royalties from BioNTech. They are in bed with the people making the vaccine while they are pretending to be fact-checkers on so-called vaccine misinformation. They are corrupt. Almost everything in our society now that claims to be one thing is actually the, the opposite. Right. Factcheck.org is corrupt. I am not corrupt. I am the real fact checker. You are the real fact checkers. We are the fact checkers for America. Yet again, I have been proven right and vindicated. Unbelievable. Patrick Holly, National File. You can find him on social media everywhere. He's at telegram t.me slash Patrick Reports. He's on Gab at Patrick Reports. That's the Alamo of free speech. Join him there. Follow him. I mean, you are really doing exactly what a journalist is supposed to do and you've been doing it yes for an extremely long time we appreciate you being here and we're glad you're on our team patrick holly thank you for and I, I will ne i will never be intimidated very good all right so we have that uh let's go forward here uh on a related <laughs> subject victim ali carter says biden and obama raped me Powerful elites, celebs, d the demonic sex abuse ring. The FBI raids on Project Veritas prove what previously seemed insane and unthinkable. Ashley Biden's diary is real. She really did take inappropriate showers with her own dad, Biden. She was molested by older men. I'm sure she was molested by Biden, too. You know, But if that can happen to a daughter of a U.S. senator, it can happen to anybody. It is just a matter of the authorities choosing to take it seriously instead of dismissing it all. 
Uh, there's a little bit of language in this. I'm just warning you, and it's almost a 15-minute link. But this this very much ties in with the last report and the next thing that we're going to be talking about here. So let's go ahead and open this one up. 2021, welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. The FBI's raids on Project Veritas prove what previously seemed insane and unthinkable. Ashley Biden's diary is real. She really did take inappropriate sexual showers with her own dad, Joe Biden. And she really believes she was molested by older men as a young girl. But if it can happen to the daughter of a sitting U.S. Senator, it can happen to anybody. It's just a matter of the authorities choosing to take it seriously instead of dismissing it all or worse, being involved. Allie Carter may have the wildest personal story that we have ever heard. Allie grew up in the school of hard knocks, to say the least. She was one of six girls in a troubled home. Her parents were affiliated with the Black Panthers, the radical black separatist group, and maybe that's to blame for what happened to her. Well, of course it is. Allie's because when you're brought up in a wicked, evil environment, like if you were raised by Black Panthers, you know, or if you were raised by the KKK, either one, you're going to be typically extremely horrifically affected as a child. Says that her biological mother routinely slept with authority figures and soon initiated her own children into the same practices. Allie says that her mom would hand her over to be abused by the local police chief. She would take her to a trap house just to be abused. And when Allie coped with that pain by running away or by harming herself, she was rewarded by being placed in new foster care homes, where instead of her mother, it was teenage boys and foster fathers who in turn abused her. At the age of 13... And, and he means sexually abused her. Allie was trafficked first into strip clubs, then the Hollywood party scene. She says that she endured stalking, poisoning, and police harassment. And most incredibly of all, she says that this is a system that major American celebrities have knowledge of and participate in. Celebrities like John Travolta, Beyonce, Barack Obama, and yes, Joe Biden. In July of 2020, Ali stepped forward to tell her story. Instagram tagged that account as, quote, unsafe for the election mm -hmm. and blocked it. Like we said, this is a horrific story. And we will not silence Allie Carter. We want to learn all about it. And she joins us now. Allie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Stu. I really appreciate you. So in July of 20... Now, remember, she, she's going to get into some stuff in here that's not appropriate for kids. So I'm just warning you um, the second time. 20, you came out on Instagram. You couldn't bottle it up anymore. You made no, claims was... about Barack Obama and Joe Biden that shocked the world. How did it get there? Take us through your story. Well, you know, I, as, as young as I remember, um, I've been trafficked through many 
elite places. Um, I went from the Buckingham Palace to um, under the Getty Museum in Los Angeles, still under the uh, custody of Child Protective Services, uh, the child welfare system. Of course. Because um, they're all in on it. Child Protective Services and, and all the, those governmental agencies supposedly looking out for the welfare of children are actually just gigantic sex trafficking rings. Now, I'm not saying every person in there is doing that, but a, a lot of that, the, the, the reason those institutions exist is primarily for sex trafficking and ultimately for a lot of the children disappearing them into elite thing, adrenochrome harvesting, um, child sacrifice, Luciferian rituals, underground bases, things of this nature. That's why they're there for. And this is why they're so excited about all the all the illegal alien children coming up through the border that are disappearing into these places because now they've got a, a gigantic fresh supply of more children and more adrenochrome and more Luciferian sacrificial, more sex victims. This is why they're so hell-bent on having the borders open primarily. Not, I mean, I understand there's other satanic reasons as well, but that's, I would say, at the top of the list. It went from trap houses in uh, your everyday neighborhood of Marina Valley, California, um, and Los Angeles County, um, strip clubs, um, and into Hollywood elite parties. Uh, <laughs> there was never a time of peace in my life. And, and I remember very clearly since four years old, there was never a time of peace in my life. Um, it's been ongoing. Who started all of this? I mean, your mother originally. And then yes. who carried on? How did you end up in Buckingham Palace? So very reminiscent of Kathy O'Brien and a lot of the MK Ultra mind control sex slaves, their parents which were part of these networks are the ones that get there and I, I think that's a lot of reason they have children so they can basically pimp them out and sometimes they're totally sold off into sex slavery sometimes they're more of like a rental type of thing uh but they're well rewarded and they're protected by high level governmental officials for for doing such wicked evil sick th can you imagine being that sick and depraved and without conscience that you could do such a thing no a normal human couldn't even go there in his head but evidently this is just the norm the way a lot of um the satanic minion live their life and, and underneath the getty museum and alongside some of these household names that i just mentioned when when i was a child um, there was many things that went on in the home. I tried to, I tried to talk. I tried to uh, let people know. Child Protective Services uh, were called constantly um, since I was three months old. Um, by the time I turned 13, I had enough of being uh, raped and beaten and tortured behind rocks on La Salle um, in Marina Valley, California. I had enough of going through um, dealing with my mother's boyfriends. Um, she was nothing of a mother. Uh, but I had enough of dealing with them at four o'clock in the morning. Um, I had enough of of being the favorite um, out of the girls. And I couldn't take any more, so I tried to kill myself. Um, when I turned 13, CPS came into the picture. Um, I was put into mental hospitals. Um, and then finally, I was put into foster care. I thought things would be over from there. I thought it would be fine. And then after all of that, uh, I started thinking that I was talking to someone online, but everybody knew me before I knew them. Um, 
I was trafficked by a pimp who claimed to be 27 years old, and he was not. I found many passports, many different birth, um, birth dates for him in his wallet. Um, and when I told CPS this, they put him down as a 27-year-old boyfriend, and he was a 27-year-old trafficker that was going in and out of my homes, paying off my foster parents, and taking me to Hollywood elite parties over and out of the country, which is, you would think, would be where the FBI would have stepped in. I was letting my social workers know, and they told me to stay quiet. They told me that if I told anybody else that I would be shipped off to Arizona and no one would ever find me again. So so the social workers are part of the, of the uh, system as well. Now, I'm not saying everyone. And I'm saying these are, and I'm saying a lot. We're saying, you know, with the percentage, who knows? The percentage of CPS, I, I don't know the, an accurate, but it's a very, very high percentage. We, we know that. <laughs> you know, at one point, you learn that you have to deal with what you have to deal with when the people in authority are not there to help you. And everybody is so worried about the elite, and we could give those names of Barack Obama, Joe Biden, we know about Michelle Obama, that's a man. We know about um, Too Short. We know about Akon and Steven Tyler, and we can give those names all day. And everybody is so worried about that. But what you should be worried about is the people that are in between, the people that go as low as your grave diggers. I was trafficked to people within my schools. Uh, I was trafficked in underground tunnels that link under your schools, uh, through your cemeteries, under uh, your, your amusement parks, through Universal Studios, and into Hollywood elite homes mm -hmm. um, all over the place, all over the world and people don't understand that and they can't fathom that i've talked a lot about the tunnel system under america now i'm talking about more the the, the maglev tunnels where they're they're i mean they're literal gigantic highways and some of the highways semis drive into mountains they go under they deliver goods into underground bases or or there's that there's the maglev tunnels there's these kind of tunnels that she's talking about but we, you would be absolutely shocked and i would be too to know the extent of the underground tunnel system in america and around the world where things like this go on in darkness and see they love they, they don't want their deeds to be um exposed so they do the things in darkness the bible talks about that because their deeds are evil and and this is very advantageous to have a tunnel system like this when you're trying to do something like child sex trafficking. And they can't put that together. But if you think about the things that have come out, that can't, can't, excuse me, come out lately, and there's 200 children missing and there's 300 children missing, what, what Amber Alert did you receive? How many times do you receive an Amber Alert every, every year? And if you think about that, how many children are coming up in your face that have been tortured and abused like this? It exists and it's real. And people don't want to face it. It happens in your schools, your schools every day as your grave diggers, your trash men. Everybody is involved, but everybody is looking at the top, and that's just a small percentage. Well, I want to go so far as to say everybody, but I hadn't really thought about the grave diggers and, and the the people taking out the trash. And, and yes, they've got people at all levels involved in these systems in order to keep the whole thing running because you, you kind of need that you you can't have you know there are certain swaths and sects of industry evidently that have to be part of these systems in order to keep it running smoothly and you really need to look at the people in between so the names that you just mentioned barack obama steven tyler joe biden I believe Steven Tyler's the lead singer for Aerosmith. Michelle Obama, 
have you had personal sexual experiences with these people? Yes. These people so Obama. participated in sex. Obama, okay, and Biden were sexually abusing children. Okay. So, you know, just and and so you would say, Well, I thought he was just totally gay. Well, he's bisexual. Most of these deviants are bisexual. I mean, they're gonna if there is an opportunity to be debauched and perverted and wicked they're not going to pass it up boy or girl okay so that shouldn't surprise us abuse firsthand with you yes can you tell that story because that's important for people to understand and, and to know and to this point i don't think a national platform has given you the opportunity to say those things no because everybody is complicit it, it, everybody is complicit. It is covered up by your local FBI. It is covered. Yeah, and just so you know, yes, yeah, Steven Tyler, is, he was the lead singer of Aerosmith. I always thought he looked very, he tried to look like a woman a lot of the time. He's got weird, very, very weird facial features. And I, I always kind of thought he looked very effeminate. Yet, I'm sure he's involved in the most disgusting things you could even imagine so this doesn't surprise me a bit up by your local police department it is underground tunnels there's a whole world um it's a different way of life there's every source of transportation when i met joe biden um i was rushed through many celebrities um half of them i did not know um, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't phase me to see them. It didn't, um, some of them were actually very conceited and cocky that I didn't know who they were. Um, of course. Underground, under the Getty Museum in Los Angeles, there are many tunnels. Um, again, there's a, there's a way, there's a way of transportation. There's every single way of transportation i've heard a lot of stuff about the tunnel system underneath los angeles a lot and i mean that go, and, it, and it was a lot of it was there prior to it ever being at los angeles and a lot of people have seen reptilians in those tunnels going way way back into like the i know at least into the 20s it had a gigantic underground malevolent evil whatever you want to call it presence there and this is this is probably the same for for New York City to a certain extent. Um, those types of big metropolis cities don't just pop up at those exact locations for no reason. There's typically um, the land is typically cursed. Los Angeles, you know the whatever the land of angels or whatever fallen angels, the city of angels. Okay, yeah, right. Not not good angels, bad angels. And so there's reasons. They've already got a satanic stronghold there. And more evil begets more evil. The more evils committed in a particular locale, the more that attracts more demons and devils and wicked people. And this is why the Bible says, Woe to them that join field unto field and, and um, house unto house, which is basically the description of a city. God doesn't, you know, God doesn't commend or, or ever typically talk about big cities in a good way. 
okay, because that's where, where evil... Well, why do you think the Democratic voter base always is in the big cities? Well, that's because where evil is attracted. Now, I'm not saying every person living in a big city is evil, but what I just said regarding how evil is attracted, it's usually where you have your preponderance of abortion clinics. It's usually where you have more worldly things. It's usually where you have strip clubs and, and it's easier to get drugs and there's there's more wickedness on every single level in big cities. And it's easier to hide stuff as a result of that. And it's easier to buy off the police departments and um, the law enforcement in those types of venues where wickedness rules. Under the ground. Um, I was sold to Joe Biden. Um, multiple times. Um, <laughs> so, sometimes people don't talk about it because when you don't talk about it, it makes it okay. When you don't talk about it, it makes you bury it. When you don't talk about it, it's easier and it kills that part of you. Um, I was sold for blowjobs. I was sold for sex. Um, there is many people who trade to eat, beat, and rape children under the ground. Um, I have many friends that I've lost and I have many people that I've met that didn't make it, um, that refer to me as a traitor. Uh, and that's because they're still dealing to. with this right now to this day. Mm, yeah. yeah. She's a traitor to Satan, essentially, in their eyes, evidently. There are millions just like me. There are millions. Millions. Millions of children that grow up into teenagers, you know, adolescent to teenagers to adults, and then if they're not still in it or if they haven't been killed off in a sacrificial thing, then they become part of the system of the abusers. This is how Islam operates. You know, I've said that before about the how they rape the little boys and then the little boys grow up if they survive and they turn into the very monsters that were raping them when they were young. This is how the whole homosexual um, thing works. Typically, most of the people that are in the homosexual, bisexual lifestyle were abused by same sex people when they're at an early age. It's a statistical fact. You interview gays at gay bars. I've played the interviews of these guys and they admit it. They were abused. So it's a just it's this satanic cycle that just keeps repeating and allows more demons and devils to enter into the host worse off than me. There are millions that people cut off their limbs so they don't fight them back when they rape them. There are millions that they take pleasure in, in draining their blood and, and using it as a sort. I've heard of, um, and it's a particular kind of pornography where they cut off your arms and your legs. And um, I think it's called nugget something, nugget pornography or something like that. I don't know. And they cut off your arms and your legs so you can't get away. And then they, they basically, you know, do whatever they want to you. A lot of times they treat you like a baby. It's so sick and depraved, you can't even comprehend it. And I'm not getting into all the gore details. I'm just saying this garbage goes on. And it's really tough when you're a Christian living in your own kind of little world and you hear stuff like this. But is it better you're not aware of it so you can't pray about it ever? These poor 
babies out there undergoing like this poor girl could you imagine i mean i thought i had it bad when my my dad beat me to almost to the point of death on on i don't know how many occasions I, I thought i had it bad when i got smothered to the point of of almost dying i had it so good compared to these children in these systems i really did i mean i i can't even I can't even imagine how God feels about this. I, I, I just, uh, I, I just, it's, it's incomprehensible to me. Fountain of youth. People have many sick fetishes and the Hollywood elite, you, we sign their paychecks. We sign all of their paychecks every single day. <laughs> this is this when you stream their music when you when you buy something from their brands we've signed their paychecks and these are the people that have put something in your face and made you want to believe that you are the ones that are responsible to make them look the way they look their image is not what you think it is they're sick evil people amen this is something that has only recently become accepted by a large amount of people until now a lot of people would look at you ali carter and say you're crazy mm -hmm. and is that what these people at cps held over your head and said you're going to go to arizona you keep talking crazy like this we're very concerned about your mental health is the gaslighting something that they did to try to make you doubt your own experiences your own personal knowledge of what it was that was going on the horrific tragedy that you were experiencing i mean is that what they would yes, do is that the tactics pain. yes i was taught pain is pleasure i was taught that you are not spoke you, you do not speak unless you're spoken to i was taught that as a, as a foster care kid you have nothing but what's in your trash bag that you carry from home to home when you're evicted from foster home to foster home. I was in over 19 high schools in one year. I never stayed in a place longer than a month. I was never in a home. I was moved all around because nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody wanted to do anything about it. The California ombudsman was contacted. My, my foster mother, that is now my adopted mother, I'm adopted now, um, she went to everyone. She went to the police. She went to the California ombudsman. She went to private investigators. She talked to judges, attorneys, lawyers. She went to everyone and everyone shut her down. There was no, no help whatsoever. And she was made out to be the crazy one. I was made out to be the crazy one. I was a high risk kid. I was moved from foster homes to level 14 lockdown group homes. And every single time something happened, every single time I came in with, with cracked ribs, with bruises, with bites, with, with, <laughs> rape kits beyond rape kits no one did anything i went from shelter to shelter from cps report to cps report and cps is your cover-up cps is corrupt cps buys and sells and trades children that is their major facade there are some good social workers out there and there are some social workers that know that they cannot speak on things they cannot do certain things and they have to abide by certain rules because if you don't you will be abused too just like there is in the brotherhood freemason cops the, she said the brotherhood of freemason cops yeah i tell you what i don't detect any guile any deceit in this girl <laughs> not an ounce uh, and if the thing is, is is you look at kathy o'brien you look at all the other mk ultra mind control 
sex slaves that that have come. And I'm not saying she's MK Ultra to the point of Kathy O'Brien was, um, <clears throat> but she's definitely in that system, 100. Uh, percent And they all basically say the same things. There is a secret society in the in the Freemason cops as well. We are not safe. We have been threatened, harassed, stalked, and hunted down because I mentioned that I was trafficked under the Getty Museum. I have so much evidence. I have so much information, but I don't know who to give it to, and I don't know who to honestly talk to because there's nothing that have come of it. I don't know if Trump is going to do something because that's the only reason why I do have something to believe in Trump. If Trump was going to do something, he would have done something. He's part of the system. He was good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, the, the biggest most grandiose serial child molester that we've known and they were buddies they lived next to one another it has marlago estate the stone's throw i've read you the testimonies where you know from the girl the different girls that have been raped and molested by trump and epstein at the same time and the way trump would treat the girls Okay, she doesn't have all the, <laughs> she's hopeful, but she doesn't have all, she doesn't even have any of the information regarding Trump. She's speculating that hopefully he's not part of the system, but he is, he is. He just was never one of her abusers. Because he has given money to trafficking organizations, but 501c3s are cover-ups too. So what exactly and where exactly is this money going and is there any really help? Exactly. Because there's not while we're out. Remember, so many of the, the organizations that are supposedly out there to fight these things are not, doing nothing more than perpetuating it and covering it up. It's just like the American Cancer Society. When you give money to the American Cancer Society, you're just giving money for the propagation and the continuation of the medical pharma cartel that perpetuates cancer and gives it to you by giving you radiation and chemo. There's no, there, there's, there's so many different cures for cancer out there. They're suppressing them all. That's what they're there to do. Act as front groups to deceive you, to give you this warm, fuzzy facade that they're trying, that they're fighting for the cure and all this other stuff when it's the exact opposite. Here we have been, there has been a, or our gate have been, uh, we have been, our house has been broken into, I'm sorry. Our animals have been killed. We have been away from our home for for a year. We can't go back without uh, police coming out and asking us where we have been. We have been stopped and pulled over in eight states without a ticket, without a warning, and without any logical reason. They just want to know where our car is, yeah. what time that will They're be. They're being gang stalked. It's it's the, the whole part of the, the gang stalking um, program that we've talked about many many times a lot i've got several listeners that are being gang stalked every single day it's how they live their life every single day and she's part of that system um it, it's really so sick and so evil you, you just can't even really comprehend it or wrap your head around it back where are we parked and how long how long will we be out and how much money do we have this is not normal and everybody knows that something is wrong Okay, so that goes on for another, I don't know, 13 minutes. Uh, but I think you get the idea of what she's talking about. And then I have a longtime listener, uh, Carissa. And I, I just entitled this, I am a sexual assault survivor trying to help others now, plus prayer requests. She said, Dr. Johnson, I'm posting a link below. 
I'm trying to share my story in hopes it would help others and change some laws. Would you consider praying for us and praying if God wants you to post it or share it on your newsletter? Well, I'm going to share it in the newsletter. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to play a portion of this now because it was the perfect segue from what we just heard for this. Okay, I am asking for protection for me and my family, and that God's will be done in all of this. I would be grateful for you and your listeners' prayers to cover us and maybe even sign our petition. I give you links to all of this here. And um, I have a lot of things I would like to do, but here's a start. Now, again, I've got a lot of listeners that are taking proactive steps in whatever manner God is convicting them. And that's a big reason why this ministry exists, so that you will become proactive. Noah Malgeri, running for Congress, I believe, in um, Nevada. Uh, and I've talked a lot about him. I've got a, I've got a lot of listeners around the world that are being very 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 proactive and it's not going to be cookie cutter it's not ever going to be doing this exact same thing let the lord let the holy spirit guide you and a lot of times it's from experiences you've been through is where you're going to be called because you're 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 somewhat of an expert in that area where you've had a lot of experience in and that's why god let you go through those things so you could end up helping others so i'm going to play her little um just a little clip from the local news um that they had on her and um and it's entitled sexual assault survivor share story as sexual abuse reports rise at indiana college campuses carissa uh seekman was raped on her senior trip in high school she's now speaking up about her experience to help other survivors find out where to turn and this is on their local news there um in in indiana bloomington indiana IU Bloomington has now received about 200 oh, misconduct this semester. This uptake is probably a sign of more students deciding to come forward. And today, a survivor... So I guess like over 200 complaints of sexual assaults or something going on. Sexual abuse. Had a conversation with our Gina Glaris about the very key importance of speaking up and speaking out. More than 20 years later, Caressa Kambelik Siekman says the trauma of sexual assault is still real. I think it's just time to share my... Okay, this is my listener, longtime listener, Carissa, speaking here. And let me just back it up a hair. Sexual assault is still real. I think it's just time to share my stories she recalls her story of abuse when she says she was raped during her high school senior trip abroad it seems like it's such a protected situation like survivors are afraid to come forward she reached out to 13 news as more sexual assaults surface on college campuses around the state i hear these things over and over and over and i am just done with um with no, you know, with the status quo, there's something we can do. They're not asking. So she's trying to be as proactive as possible. And I give you the links there. And yeah, I mean, as as the elites and, and the sexual predator networks flourish in America and grow, and as adrenochrome harvesting takes place and only God knows what's going on in underground bases. And as, as all of these networks, like the, the one lady that we heard earlier flourish, Demons that are associated with those sick, perverse acts defile the land, okay? And it 
what that does is propagate more rapes, more sexual assaults, more wickedness and evil. This is why God, a great example is this is why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Because the land was so wicked and so defiled and so cursed because of what was going on there, he had to basically hit the reset button. Had to do it in Noah's day too, for the whole earth. But in Sodom and Gomorrah, it was more of a, of, a, of a regional type of reset button where he rained fire and brimstone and killed all the, the sodomites in the land. Okay, and, and to cleanse the land of innocent blood and, and to wipe those devils so that they wouldn't propagate and, and commit more wicked and then, then that would spread to other cities. So um, th th it's biblical, the concept of that, of God cleansing and judging wickedness is a very, very biblical uh, thing there. And this is why I pray for it. I pray for God's judgment on wickedness because without God's judgment on wickedness in whatever manner it rears its wicked, sick, ugly head, if we don't have that, things are just going to get worse, guys. And this is why I do, I've done teachings on like Psalm 64 in precatory prayers, you know, a, a Christian's door of hope. Because when God judges wickedness, good things always, always, always happen. Okay, and that's biblical. Now, let's go forward here. Switching gears. This is entitled 666. 666 months. Church of Satan inception to astro world occult ritual. Saturn, Satan, the hexagram, the Nephilim, and the black Kaaba cube. That's what we're going to be talking about. This is a really little jam-packed gem of information here that we're going to be covering it starts out by saying the numbers don't lie the church of satan was established on april 30th 1966 by the high priest anton Le anton levey okay who wrote the satanic bible at the black house it was called the black house it was there it was like their little um temple thing in san francisco wicked city on the satanic holiday of of all Purchase, purchase knocked, basically Beltane, which was May first. Okay, uh, at the uh, and an annual celebration where witches would consort with the devil on a remote northern German mountain range and engage in satanic rituals. Six hundred and sixty-six months after the inception of the Church of Satan, when it was established, remember on April thirtieth, nineteen sixty-six. A modern-day satanic ritual took place at the Travis Scott's Astro World in Houston, which we reported on last week. I didn't realize it was 666 months after the Church of Satan was started, which brought us the Satanic Bible. I had a friend that read that in high school, Mike. He was one of my he was one of my best friends. Now I, you have to understand, I was a total total party animal in in high school. I was not Christian. I was not saved. And um. But Mike was just a really funny dude. I don't know what... I don't know if he was... Um, I'm not 100% sure exactly what race he was. Maybe Mexican? I don't know. Just, I just remember him being so funny. And we had another friend named Jorn, and he was Filipino. And um, I, I've been like friends with like a lot of different people, different race. I've always had really good buddies that were all across the board black filipino I, you know none of that ever really mattered to me and um i remember when mike 
read the satanic and at the time i didn't put two and two together but now i do i keep that thing keeps getting put back into my head about what happened to mike because i remember i would have parties okay and and i would throw them at my parents house and my parents had a you know it was it was a mansion for throwing parties and i was the biggest i threw the biggest parties in my parents houses and and i would have tons of people over on friday and saturday nights my parents would literally leave and give me the house and you know all manners of debauchery were going on in the house and my my parents were from the you know the 60s era and the 70s and they were they were big time partiers and they thought they were being cool giving me the the keys to the kingdom there and and playing my dad's stereo and you know sometimes the cops would show up i you know and um you know underage drinking the whole nine yards and i can remember mike on at least two different occasions he came to a couple of my parties and i'd look over and mike would be in the kitchen and he'd have one of my my parents um knives from like the cutlery drawer and he'd start slicing his head open in the party during the party and he had blood just pouring down his face i'm like mike because I was one of like the only ones that could kind of rein him in. And I'm like, Mike, dude, what are you doing? You got to stop. Please stop. What are you? And he'd be laughing. And this was after he had read that satanic Bible. And I remember he did that a couple of times. And I kind of stopped inviting him. And I kind of lost touch with him. I, I think I found him. Huh. I think I found him like years later, like one post from him and it was, it was an older post and he just looked very, very, I could barely tell it was him. He just looked very, I think he'd been divorced and, um, he looked very, uh, bitter and old and sad and just, I, I don't even know if he's around still, but, um, I, I just, it's like, I think God's convicted me about the fact that he had read the satanic bible and we were going to a catholic high school at the time but you know none of us were at least the circle i hung around with we weren't practicing catholics we were practicing party animals basically and um i i really believe that had a lot to do with him moving in that really really negative direction Cause he was always a pretty positive guy and then i just i remember a very negative negative thing and again when you bring these cursed books into your house and you read them and you take them in and, and granted it's one thing to research them online it's another thing to bring the books in your remember what i the, the story i told about the the couple that had went to my bible study back in fort myers and they went up to this occult book thing the, in Chicago, it was like some, you know, then it was like, this is all the stuff I've been preaching against. And they like literally bought occult books there and brought them back to Florida. And it wasn't too long after that, that they, that they ended up leaving the Bible study and said, oh, we, we just want more of a traditional church setting. Now I'm not saying that they, that, that wasn't wrong of them to want that. Um, but I just thought it interesting, the timing how that kind of went and um there's nothing ever comes good you bringing cursed objects in your house um things like dream catchers are another one another big one 
it's it's cursed, guys. I mean, you put your. I've heard read all kind of reports. I've I've done studies on dream catchers where, you know, they'll put them over a baby's crib and the in the in you know the baby just cries day and night, day and night, and they take it away and then you know, it's gone. And and there's a lot of things. I mean, this is Indian type of witchcraft. Anything pagan, witchcraft, crucifixes, bad bad news. Get that out of your house. It's Catholic idolatry, essentially. It's not something that God says we should go and, you know, there's a lot of Bible for not having crosses in your house, you know, and that's between you and God. But I did a whole study on it, and I'm telling you, the cross was 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 around way before Jesus Christ was ever crucified, and it was always considered something pagan, okay? And I'm just saying, just key, key in, cross, accursed, and... um. In the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You just got to be really careful. But anyway, this goes on to say that 666 months after the inception of the Church of Satan, a modern-day satanic ritual took place at Travis Scott's Astro World in Houston. Allegedly, security at this Astro World concert, and we again, we reported on it last week, was forewarned once the concert started, their cell service would be disabled. That That seems rather weird and draconian which leads to the question was a different rf frequency being broad broadcast to the astro world audience during the show 60 gigahertz or 5g is considered by the military to be a non-lethal weapon well i guarantee you they could make it lethal probably if they wanted to which can influence a person's emotions and thoughts it's also the exact frequency that interacts and with the oxygen molecule in your body and this is why they couldn't breathe so I think what they did is they focused in some type of 5G frequency on the concert and they cranked it out. And this is why the people couldn't breathe, why they were kept saying, I couldn't get my breath. They were outside, guys. They were outside. I don't care if they were crammed together like, like sardines. I've never been at a concert where I couldn't get my breath. And I've been in like up front at like Iron Maiden concerts and Bon Jovi and Rat and Twisted Sister in some really nasty concerts. I've been in and I can't ever remember one time he not being able to not breathe and I'm talking about that was from like the 80s when I was at those concerts so I, I got a little bit of experience with concerts I did things at concerts you you wouldn't even believe insane stuff I mean just it's just an absolute wonder I am here to this day able to do what i am doing because god has really been merciful to me i mean unbelievably merciful <laughs> because i look at the stuff i did in my past i'm like i should have been in jail so many times in so many ways and uh, or dead or dead mostly dead anyway um so i'm not acting like i missed mr you know whatever i'm mr perfect or whatever i'm not um okay so let's see here um houston is one of the most saturated 5g cities in the country in order to attend the astro world festival members audience members had to be vaxxed or provide proof of a negative test now add in the thousands of vaxxed fans who could be carriers of the highly conductive well the the spike proteins um and and they were also they were carriers of the graphene oxide obviously which was coursing through there which reacts highly with anything magnetic in the 5g system 
capable of connecting to a 5G signal, and then also layered, imagine this layered over an occultic ritual masquerading as entertainment, given these variables, it is beyond the realm, is it beyond the realm of possibility that a satanic blood sacrifice ritual actually occurred there? Well, we know that's what happened. We know people, we know at least eight people were dead. According to some, they said it could have been more than a hundred. I don't know. At the front of the astral world was a statue of this Travis Scott guy ascending from a black cube, which is an occultic sac sacred symbol of Saturn, this, like the planet Saturn. Now, I write in here, see my teachings below. We'll get into that after we go through this. Um, which the, the planet of Saturn is associated with Satan, okay? Venerated in Islamic worship as the Kaaba cube in Mecca, Muslims pray in concentric circles around the Kaaba. That's where they take that pilgrimage and they go around like little ants around the Kaaba cube and pray and, and do all their idolatry and, and you know that type of stuff. It's just total witchcraft. Um, this this was some and when they pray around the Kaaba, the Muslims, it's symbolically representing Saturn's rings. I didn't know that. It's interesting. The cube or tefillin is adorned on the heads and the arms of the Jewish Orthodox men during their morning prayers. Yeah, that's also blasphemous. The black cube also represents the old. Um, let's see. It says this when when it's flattened, it assumes the shape of a cross. Yeah, think about it. If if you took the the um, the, uh, I guess the cube and you flattened it in a particular way like you and i don't mean just crush it with your foot but you actually undid each side you could make the the um the sign the shape of a cross at the travis scott concert a stage platform in the shape of an inverted cross was attached to the portal of hell the inverted cross led you into hellfire going further at the top of saturn's north pole now this is the actual planet saturn is a 20,000 mile wide cube shaped hexagonal portal. Now we don't know, um, um, we, we can assume it's a portal, but we know there is a 20,000 mile wide cube shaped hexagonal thing on the planet. You could see it from space, okay? Just, you can look it up online, the key in Saturn and the hexagon on Saturn, you'll find it. By utilizing the large Hadron Collider's collider um at cern satanists believe they can liberate the wicked spirits in prison within the black cube located in the center of saturn now that's what they believe and there's probably a lot of truth to it remember that's what cern is all about you know bringing these entities into our plane of existence going further saturn is also known as the old sun and dark lord symbolized as an eye we saw a ton of the well we see a ton of the all-knowing eye not only at the travis scott concert because that was one of the main things in the background just look this big gigantic eye that was being projected up there that was looking around but you you see that obviously everywhere in illuminati symbolism okay the the one eye the just the one eye you know um but it symbolized as an eye a bull an owl moloch and moloch Saturn's crescent ring is held up by the twin pillars of Freemasonry, which are Boaz and Joaquin. Saturnism is Satanism. Lucifer is one with Saturn. Here is the rest of the Satanic family tree. 
Kronos, the Nephilim son of Uranus, and Gaia, father of Poseidon. Um, Gaia, father of Poseidon. Um, and Hades, the Greek god of Saturn. Father Time, the Grim Reaper, and the son of death, meaning S-U-N, son of death, and also known as the Black One. The six-pointed star of David, or the seal of Solomon. Now, hold on, that is not the star of David. Sorry. They, th that's what they'll call it, but it's not. It has nothing to do with David. It's Now, if you want to call it the seal of Solomon, sure. But this is the hexagram. Hex-a-gram. Okay? Hex, meaning curse. The six-pointed hexagram, also known as the seal of Solomon or Saturn, the black star, and Satan manifest as a six-point star. The occult symbol of the two converging triangles is steeped in Bonpo, uh, which is the black magic sect of Buddhism. The equilateral triangles of the hexagram, or the seal of Solomon, represent the duality present in all oriental religions, similar to the yin-yang symbol which yeah, I would highly recommend you stay away from that as well. The Seal of Solomon hexagram unites all... This is why I don't practice acupuncture anymore. I'm, I, I got my acupuncture degree from the University of Miami. I don't know, it was probably 19, hmm, 1994, I would say, or early 1995, and was, was trained by one of the great acupuncture doctors in the world at the University of Miami. I had to go over there like every other weekend. This is after I got my chiropractic degree. This is after I had passed my boards and, and my state boards and all that other stuff. And I was also really, really heavily involved in the clinical nutrition, which I am to this day. But I would drive over there to University of Miami and, and I got my degree in that. And then I got board certified in acupuncture. But I didn't, once I, once I realized the occult underpinnings of acupuncture, the whole yin-yang duality stuff like that, I. I basically, I, I don't know if I, I'm trying to remember if I threw my acupuncture degree in the garbage or I burned it. Probably should have burned it, but, you know, that's how serious I've taken this stuff, you know, where I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. Now, I don't think there's really anything wrong with acupressure because I do believe there's validity to the points they talk about. But the whole, the problem is, is it's just like yoga. Yeah, stretching's fine, but it's all the other garbage that goes along with yoga, all the Eastern and a lot of it is are portals for demons to come into you so you just got to be super careful with this type of stuff remember satan's always trying to co-op things always trying to, to claim them his as his own there are there are acupuncture points in the body and if that's the case satan did not put them there god did and there's a lot of validity to the system but the penetration of the skin with the needles. The needles, they typically come, I believe, from uh, is it Korea. And they're blessed before they leave the factory. And when I mean blessed, I mean there's spirits attached. I wouldn't have anything to do with any of it. I don't do acupuncture anymore. I don't, I don't mess with it at all. Um, anyway, um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, similar to yin-yang, the Seal of Solomon hexagram unites all things supposedly good and bad into one. Which, you know, what is that? that there's no Bible for that. We need over the, the good and the bad all commingled. Okay, sounds like a lot of leaven. During the reign of Solomon, Kabbalah's 
proposed it as a conduit of occult magic and the invocation of spirits. Uh, yeah, and Solomon really, really got way off in left field because he'd married all those women, had like a thousand women. It was like, it was, it was insane how many either concubines and wives that he had. And a lot of them, uh, the first one that he had married was, I believe, um, an Egyptian king's daughter. And that was where it all started. That was where the problem began with Solomon. Because you're uniting, you're having sexual relations with somebody that's demon-possessed to the toenails. You're totally unequally yoked. She's not serving the God of the Bible. And when you marry somebody like that, all those spirits come into you, especially if you're having sexual relations, on a level that you'll... that you're going to get demon possessed from from that standpoint or demon infested from that standpoint on a level you would never if they were just your friend or something because when you physically unite with somebody that is the greatest way to implant demons into them through sexual relations this is why alistair crowley said that the best way to defile a child is is to sexually defile them at an early age because we know we're not only vampirizing their innocence and their youth but we're we're implanting them with those demons so they'll go up to be twice the child of hell we were again same reason they do it in islam same reason that the child sex traffickers do it that we just talked about because it's all about defiling the coming generation and making sure they're perpetuating the, the that same garbage you know so um let's go further here um in order to enter the astral world venue fans had to pass through a large sculpture of scott's mouth symbolically depicting stepping into another otherworldly dimension even branding the concert quote see you on the other side the other side is hellfire and the, and that was depicted in the concert constant flame shooting up everywhere this mountain of hell behind them it's all this fiery landscape fiery depictions it was hellfire that's what they meant to see you on the other side. And then they had their sacrificial victims for the night, at least eight people and hundreds of in, hundreds injured. Okay. Um, even the poster promoting the concert is rife with occultic imagery. The shirt Travis Scott wore during the concert depicted blue humans walking through a door and coming out of the other side as red hybrids with horns. Yeah. Because they're trying to create a whole generation of Nephilim, primarily through the vaccines, through altering our DNA. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, and Jesus said that, okay. And before the deluge, the Nephilim giants roamed the earth, devouring all living creatures. These half-angel, half-human abominations were the result of angels falling to earth, taking on the form of, well... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they took on the form of man somewhat, but I, I guarantee you they probably didn't look like a normal man. Anyway, um, having sex with women and producing a soulless race of hybrids. Nephilim participated in satanic blood rituals by drinking blood and the cannibalization of humans and all other manner of evil. If you examine the size of the statue head of Travis Scott, it could easily match a giant Nephilim of the days of Noah. And actually, if you, if you look at Enoch... The, the book of Enoch, and I'm not saying it's canon of scripture, but um, <clears throat> theoretically, yeah, theoretically. I mean, it, there's speculation. There's speculation on actually how big some of the first, what you would call first cast giants, how big they actually were. And it's pretty hard to comprehend, but 
Um, <clears throat> goes on to say, could then could this also be a nod the Nephilim and a nod to the Nephilim and an announcement of their imminent arrival once again? Yeah, I do think that. I think we're being prepped for that. There, there's this big, um, gigantic, giant statue. I reported on it, I don't know, a few months ago. That they're like bringing around the world to different cities. And it's a big giant that's, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I forget what the theme is for the thing. But it's it would be, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred feet tall. At least, probably, if not more. <clears throat> it's huge. Uh, then it says, in addition to the massive eyeball symbolizing Horus, uh, observing the ongoing rituals going on from the portal of hell, and that was that was this is during the Travis Scott concert because yes, there was a massive eyeball like darting around during the Travis Scott concert in this portal, multiple eyeballs eyeballs appear on the backdrop of the mountains representing a sacrifice to the underworld as drake joins travis on stage uh scott screams out these lyrics go crazy and play for keeps to win the retreat go crazy we all into deep go crazy playing for keeps go crazy don't play us for weak hey you know there's probably a lot of different potential interpretations of those of those words but um he did say those. <clears throat> Going further, it said on Astro on the Astro Ward poster, there is a single eye encased in two hands. This is a nod to the character Pale Man, a child-eating monster, in the 2006 Spanish dark fantasy film drama entitled Pan's Labyrinth. Pan, which which is where we get the word pandemonium. Uh, <clears throat> Pale Man is based on a painting of Saturn eating his own son. Hmm. Considering the job rollout for children between the ages of 5 and 11, and now it'll be infants pretty soon, coincided with Astro World's occult ritual, are those eyes to see and ears to hear being forewarned of what is to come? So, and then this guy that wrote this report, uh, he gives his contact information there. Now, I did a... a um, <clears throat> study a long time ago in 2007 <clears throat> entitled The Hexagram, Saturn, The Mark of the Beast, and the Hebrew Roots Connection. And I'll just read you, and that's a part one and part two. I give you the links here. Or you can just key in Hexagram. You'll find it pretty quick. But I'm going to read you the description for this teaching. Many believe the six-pointed star, the Hexagram, is a Jewish slash Christian symbol. But nothing could be further from the truth, that it is one of the most wicked of all occult symbols. This is a very prevalent symbol in the Hebrew roots and messianic movements, and obviously just all of Judaism, really. <clears throat> the six-pointed star of the hexagram is a curse mark, no matter where you may have it. Whether you want to call it the Star of David, Solomon's Seal, it, but it has nothing to do with David. They just like to add that in there to, to try to ride on the coattails of somebody like David. You know, that was generally spoken of in a positive light, obviously, in Scripture. He, he had his moments, obviously, um, but <clears throat> generally speaking, David is referred to in a very positive manner, scripturally. <clears throat> so it's good when you can try to hitch your wagon with something like the hexagram to somebody like David. David had never anything to do with this thing. Uh, but Solomon's seal, now that, I could buy. I could believe that. Uh, it's also 
referred to as the double triangle, the shield of David, etc. When an occult practitioner puts a curse on someone, he uses the hex. Uh, Graham, hex is a curse, okay? Um, <clears throat> and then there's the Bible verse, Romans 10, 1 through 2. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And that's very important that you're operating in good biblical sound knowledge. Because you can have, I mean, occultists and cult members and people in false religion across the globe, there's a lot of them that have a ton of zeal. But zeal is not an indicator of if you're in the will of God and you're serving God. Sure, if, if, if you're serving God, you want to have zeal. That enthusiasm, that, you know, go get them type of attitude. But you want to make sure it's rooted in Bible-believing Christianity, not false knowledge. And the Bible says that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And I've done tons of studies on that subject. <clears throat> uh, I go on to say it's not my goal to condemn the Jewish people, but to contempt, but to condemn the six-pointed star, which is a curse symbol. The hexagram star was mentioned and condemned by the God of Israel in Amos five twenty-six, and it was called by him the star of your God, Molech, or otherwise called Chun. Reference was also made to the Israelites having it in the wilderness in Acts 7.43, which is New Testament, by Stephen. Here it is called the Star of Rempham. All these names refer to the god of Saturn. Okay, or the god Saturn. Or, or okay, I'm sorry, yeah, the god Saturn, like the planet. Now, the name Saturn in Nechaldi is pronounced Sater. But as every Chaldee scholar knows, consists of only four letters, which are S-T-U-R, or also like star. This name contains exactly the apocalyptic number of, and I'll give you this, these are, um, <clears throat> you know how you can derivate letters with numbers? The S stands for 60, the T stands for 400, the U stands for 6, and the R stands for 200. So that apocalyptic number is 666. That's what um, this, <clears throat> the, um, the, the letter of, that stands for Saturn in the Chaldee, which is S-T-U-R, that's what it equates to numerically, 666. Now Saturn is also the sixth planet from the sun, has six letters, and Satan, and Saturn is associated with Satan, which has a very similar spelling. Yeah. So that's what I get into, in into part one and part two. I just gave you a little taste there, plus a PDF to go with it, that validates everything I'm going over. Most of my listeners know this, it's just that if you're new and, and you know, I, I reiterate a lot of things in studies because I might have new listeners. A lot of times repetition is what helps it really sink into the memory banks, you know, so you can access it and draw upon it later so that you don't forget it. All right, let's go further. <clears throat> We're gonna switch gears again. It's not just Facebook. Meet the other five mega corporations that are spending billions 
to enslave you in the virtual prison of the metaverse, virtual reality dystopia. Okay, so Meta is far from the only player in the metaverse. In fact, a half a dozen other companies are already building out the hardware and software that will be the next generation of virtual interaction, something Wall Street sees a $1 trillion market in. The companies include Google, Microsoft, Apple, and Valve. And um, there's links to each one of, uh, there's reports to each one of these on each one of the companies listed uh, on the PDF for this date. And others are building uh, out products for work and communication. Smaller setups are likely to join them as investors flood into the market. The metaverse is real and Wall Street is looking for winners. Web Wed Rush analyst Dan Ives said in a note, these are some of the firms whose products Facebook will have to contend with as it seeks to put a stamp on the meta landscape. Welcome to the day of wonders. That's what the metaverse actually is, believe it or not. And we're going to kind of get into the, a little bit more into that term there, the Day of Wonders. Um, again, like I've said all along, the biggest key for a Christian is to expose these types of things and not participate in them. Okay? I want to put a pair of one of those virtual reality garbage things on my head. I wouldn't want one single stinking demon to have any excuse to get into me by participating in this type of stuff. This is going to bring us all into like the matrix, you know, this fake virtual world that they want you to live. I mean, I, I read something the other day about this. Their goal with all this is to get you to live into this 24-7. And you look at you look at the, their plans, you know, how they say they want to download our consciousness into a mainframe. These are all the incremental steps that would get you there. Okay. That slippery slope into hellfire, essentially. The tech giant, which changed its name to Meta last month, Facebook, plans to invest $10 billion this year to develop products that support augmented and virtual reality. A robotic hand, high-tech VR glasses, meaning virtual reality, and a sophisticated software applications, to name just a few. Analysts expect the company to spend at least $50 billion to achieve its promise of virtual reality through a metaverse. And here it shows Mark Zuckerberg in front of these, I don't know, these glasses that you put on these wrap around head things that bring you into this this metaverse or whatever this digital prison <clears throat> and it goes on to say it's no coincidence that the new logo for facebook meta is a stylized icon of handcuffs digital handcuffs for the souls who will be enslaved in real life in the real life matrix known as the metaverse dystopia and this is the whole thing about trying to get especially guys, get them totally addicted into gaming constantly. Gaming, 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 gaming. Live in this virtual world. Live in this You're wasting massive amounts of time, but you're also, you're, they're also setting you up. They're programming you through these games. They're setting you up for this next step because you're going to want more. You're going to want, oh, well, if I could get a better gaming experience, why not? Oh, well, now you're really going to have the real deal. It's going to seem like real and this is what they're trying to do. And I've done all kinds of studies on, on gaming. You just key that word in, and we, we've talked about it. Does not bear good fruit. Students of Bible prophecy who like cheesy, low-budget 
prophecy movies from the 1990s will instantly recall the movie Apocalypse 2 Revelation that featured virtual reality glasses administering the Mark of the Beast in the metaverse. Well, again, uh, the Mark of the Beast is something you're literally going to take. Okay, you're going to receive the mark in your right hand, your forehead. And I don't think it's going to take place in a, in a metaverse, but I think that it would be the perfect vehicle to set you up, to brainwash you, where you're going to do it in real life. And if you want to see that clip, there's a link here you can click on. The Apocalypse 2 Revelation. You, you can see it for yourself. I watched it. Um, and the Antichrist basically comes to the girl, and, and then he says, you know, in order for you to, to receive this mark, you've got to renounce you know, basically Jesus, and she does, and she gets all happy, and then he gives her the mark. Uh, <clears throat> when the metaverse is launched, it will come with glittering promises of new business opportunities, wealth, fun, and completely safe, immersive online communities where you can experience anything your heart desires. <clears throat> but don't believe any a word of it. The metaverse dystopia is nothing more than a digital prison, a 21st century Tower of Babel, a perfect world without God, where man is the measure of all things. The metaverse will be home for Satan and his coming antichrist. Stay far away and have nothing to do with any of it. Oh, amen to that. And then here's this thing that the U.S. Army did. It was called, through Microsoft, it was called the Days of Wonders. And there's a link here. The military and the metaverse, the Days of Wonders are here. The Day of Wonders, the Microsoft wins a 22 billion 10-year contract to supply the U.S. Army with the HoloLens augmented reality headsets to conduct warfare. The HoloLens headset enables soldiers to fight rehearse and train in one system the army said in a statement and there's a link to that report if you want to see going to that going further uh, wakusha the um town where uh the uh the alleged attacker ran over all the people the alleged attacker oh, he's not alleged what are we talking about alleged <laughs> okay the attacker is a convicted child molester BLM member, Black Hebrew Roots Israelite cult member, you couldn't get much worse, repeat felon, a self-described black terrorist who preached violence against white people, who plowed through a crowd of white people, women and children included, but of course it has nothing to do with racial politics. Because this is clearly a black on white hate crime, it, it will and is being swiftly brushed under the carpet by the media because it doesn't fit the satanic narrative. Horrific tragedy in Waukesha, Wisconsin, as at least five are killed and dozens more injured by a black male driving a red SUV at high speed through a Christmas parade. Alleged culprit Daryl Edward Brooks was not exactly a pillar of the community. Released just two days prior on bond, he had a lengthy criminal record that included domestic abuse and pimping out a 16-year-old girl. But within hours of the incident, the media told us that the culprit was just fleeing the scene of another crime and that the incident wasn't at all a targeted attack motivated by politics or race. It just happened to take place in Wisconsin two days after the Rittenhouse verdict. Right, just and that's why they unleashed this guy, because there had to be payback for the Rittenhouse verdict. And again, they're, they're trying to get this race war started between the blacks and whites, so they figure, well, we'll, we'll release this degenerate uh, devil guy I mean, he looks more Milano to me than than just like black. But we'll release him, and um, we'll have him kill as many white people, innocent white women and children, and men as possible, and that'll get the race war going because that's what the goal is. 
okay? And that's why they they uh, let this guy go on purpose by design to carry out this exact thing. Just a coincidence, I'm sure, because surely the best way to evade police attention when fleeing a crime scene is to run over dozens of people at a Christmas market by deliberately swerving into them. Yeah, that makes total sense. Pretty convenient, then, that the incident definitely wasn't a deliberately targeted attack, given the suspect's political proclivities. Posts made under Brooks SoundCloud rapper name include the following. Calls for random violence to be inflicted on white people, a post that referred to white people as the enemy, another post that celebrated violence and enslavement of white people, along with numerous other anti- He's showing all the posts in the background from this guy's um, Twitter account, I guess police posts and others that amplified BLM rhetoric and expressed solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> One of his songs titled Minnesota name checks BLM icons George Floyd and Eric Garner while asserting, quote, try and use deadly force, we're going to go harder. But I'm sure that we can trust the authorities when they tell us that none of this was a motivating factor, especially given that Daniel Thompson, the police chief of Waukesha, led a Black Lives Matter march in June 2020 and made his officers kneel in homage to the extremists. And that's why they plan it in Waukesha, because this police chief was already on board. He was already having his, his, um, his officers kneel to Black Lives Matter. He had a Black Lives Matter march where he's... So they have to have people on the inside that are going to go along with the plane. Just like the one girl was talking about earlier where there's grave diggers and there's garbage collectors and there's people everywhere in between in these systems that they've got in place that they can be called upon on a moment's notice that can be used to do Satan's bidding movement, Kyle Rittenhouse was smeared by the media as a domestic terrorist white supremacist for defending himself legally against a violent mob. Imagine what their reactions would have been to a white person plowing through a BLM rally in Wisconsin, who then, when you check their Facebook page, was also posting violent threats against African Americans and Confederate flags. I think the media may have treated the story somewhat differently. Kyle Rittenhouse shooting three Antifa in self-defense, none of whom were black, is white terrorism. A BLM supporter who made anti-white rap songs ramming his car through dozens of innocent whites at a Christmas market it just fleeing a crime brooks was released from milwaukee county jail on a paltry one thousand dollar bail this after the milwaukee county district attorney bragged about abolishing bail so thanks to bail reform in the name of eliminating systemic racism the killer was set free i guess it's just another example of black privilege leftist entrepreneur and social justice activist mark feinberg sardonically tweeted poor white people, along with a sick joke that the killer was merely acting in self-defense. <laughs> then claimed anti-Semitism when people called him out. Mary Lemansky, the social media manager for the Democratic Party of DuPage County, Illinois, said the deadly incident is karma. Twitter was also bombarded with messages from other leftists basically dismissing Yeah, because there's a lot of white people driving their vehicles through black parades, mowing down reams of black people scads of black people and and that happens every other day so it's karma you know that's obviously what she's talking about well i don't see that happening anywhere that's the weird thing about it so anyway
gravity of the tragedy because it almost exclusively impacted white people. I guess that's just another example of white privilege. Whether the suspect was fleeing the crime scene or the attack was deliberate doesn't really matter to me. Well, it does to me, but it's absolutely 100% deliberate, and that's obviously just a lie from the pit of hell. The media. They'll drop the story within 48 hours like a hot potato. Yeah, you heard anything about it? You, you realize if it was the other way around, like I just described, if it was a white guy that did this in a black parade, BLM parade, mowed down, you would never hear the end of it. Ever. We would already have the race war in every probably city in America, major city in America. I'm sorry, but that's what I believe would have probably happened had the, had the tables been turned. You look at the George Floyd garbage former porn star drug addict wife beating career criminal degenerate devil george you, you look at what happened over that now i understand the media is stoking all this i understand the media is feeding that machine i get it but they were able to get mass riots going in all, all like tons of the major cities across america on that one and that's one guy who was a total devil from the pit of hell that wasn't like Reams of black people being mowed down by a KKK member driving a van or whatever, okay, which would have been a lot more egregious than one guy like George Floyd, which, again, I believe that was all pre-planned by design anyway. We've got into that in the past. But remember, I'm a racist for pointing that all out. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. CNN, there's nothing more frightening today than an angry white man. Mm, Awkward yeah. timing on that one. A black Korea criminal has just mowed down dozens of people in an SUV. But yeah, it's those dangerous white people we've got to worry about. When any potential motive doesn't bolster the prevailing mainstream narrative, or indeed contradicts it, the entire story is just brushed under the carpet. Mm. Just like the Las Vegas massacre, it's a total mystery. I guess we'll just never know. Okay, so we have that. And then, the, you know, I, I know you've heard me read this one Bible verse a lot lately, but, you know, why are things the way they are to a certain extent? Well, this Bible verse does help explain it. The Ecclesiastes 8.11, because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Meaning this guy, I mean, if, if we had real justice, he would have been, I mean, there's no doubt he did it, Okay. He would have been executed publicly. I really believe that's that's the way it should have been handled. And that would send a clear signal to other criminals contemplating the same act that maybe I don't want to do this. But no, it's the exact opposite in today's day and age. He's probably going to get rewarded. He's probably going to have, if he even goes to prison, he'll have a, 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 a very good situation going on in prison, I'm sure. Probably be treated like a king. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, what's the result? Well, the result is, therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. That's why we're in the situation. Next verse says, Yet surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, which fear before him. Next verse, But it shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he prolong his days which are a shadow because he feareth not before god see a guy like this that does this has no fear of god whatsoever none he's just demon possessed of the toenails and he loves death
going forward. Christians, God is building, get involved. The book of Nehemiah's guidance for how we are to react to the destruction and the decay of uh, we see in society. We, mu we must repent, fight, and build. We invite you to be part of the discussion on how to fight and build. Come join us at our county before co uh, country before country event. No, county before country event. November 30th at countybeforecountrytalks.com. This is from, from Pastor Matt Trujillo. I give you all the links here. The first two parts of the Christian resistance, what we've already played, I give you the links to those. And then you can just subscribe to their newsletters at defytyrants.com. I'm going to get this in because I'm just about out of time and I'm trying to squeeze this in before I end this part. The third part of Christian resistance is building. Remember Nehemiah. Now again, I, I've already played the first two parts. And I give you the links to those if you haven't heard them, but anyway. Repenting, fighting, building. It isn't like you do one and then the next. They're all intermingled. It's ongoing, all three. Listen, in the midst of God's judgment, he is already building. God is building during his judgment. Many people think, well, after the judgment's over, then we can build. No. God is building already while the judgment is in the land. For instance, he's judging the form of Christianity that's been prevalent in the West and here in America for decades and decades now. And he's replacing it already with a tougher, more biblical form of Christianity. That's being built in the midst of the judgment. Here's another area, the medical community. Many doctors and nurses- Oh, nice. The, they're showing this Ascension Medical Group. He didn't, I don't know if he picked up on it. It's literally a triquetra symbol with an A in the middle, which is the triple Wiccan goddess symbol, which is what it's on the cover of the, of the new King James Bible. It's also on the cover of many of the like Catholic and new age churches that are out there. They say it represents the Trinity. Well, the problem is in witchcraft, it's always been the triquetra symbol, the triple Wiccan goddess symbol. You can't appropriate a, a witchcraft symbol and turn it into something good. Well, that's what they've attempted to do with all the pagan holidays, like Christmas and Ishtar and all these other things. Well, they, yeah, and they try. And you can make a case of the, the actual literal cross for that as well. I mean, because the cross was pagan before Jesus was even around. So, I mean, it's not something I'm going to wear. But, you know, I understand take up your cross. And fall. I, I understand that. But I believe that's more of a concept than more of a actual graven symbol that you wear. I mean, I'm... Listen to my symbol on the cross, my teaching on the cross. I mean, I'm just, I've never had anybody refute, refute it because I go right back into history and show you clearly what that is all about. Um, what I, I got into those, I, I got the old, uh, I, I did a contrast though, the, the, the pagan symbol of the cross versus the accursed tree anyway you you can avail yourself to that if you like anyway go ahead lost their jobs because they've stood stalwart resolute against getting the shot and then on the other side there's many people who are afraid to go to hospitals and rightly so they've seen them for the death camps that they are afraid to go to their own doctors seeing what they're like people are being forced to coalesce and work together to build new structures the Lord is also judging the political realm. Forever, Americans have been fixated on every four years dealing with the president. And they're showing all, he's showing all the people, the Trump rallies and four more years, four more years. And, you know, it's just right, left, Coke, Pepsi, you know, 
that whole paradigm you're feeding into, essentially, Trump wasn't our savior. He sure wasn't our savior. Still taking credit for that big, beautiful shot he gave us that we wouldn't have for years and years if he wasn't in office, when he was in office, via Pro Project Operation Warp Speed that he worked with Anthony, Anthony Fauci to bring about, at the same time bringing on the 5G kill grid network that's going to interface with all the graphene oxide and all the nanotech in your bodies from the kill shots. So yes, Trump, oh, you did us good. You did us real good. Thank you so much. The next Supreme Court justices, what we need to realize is, is that God is building at the local level, right. at the county level. People are rushing in to county and local government to make a stand for freedom because they have realized DC is at war with them and the state officials are not going to protect them. So God, in the midst of his judgment, is showing many people how far they have actually wed themselves to the world's thinking and to this world's system of doing things. And they're realizing, I need to look to the scriptures and do right by God. And they're simple things. Things as simple as get married, have children, fight the tyrants, but build for Christ in the earth in the midst of it all. And people are already realizing following God's way is so much better than what this world has taught them to do. So what can look so awful at the moment? You have to understand God is working it for his purposes, for good in the earth. People have often thought the world was coming to an end and they just completely shut down. During World War One, during World War II, during the Great Depression, many people just shut down. The world do you know how many people shut down just because of the preacher of rapture? And again, I'm not here to get in that debate, but do you know, I mean, as long as I've been a Christian, as long as I've been, that has been an excuse for the majority of Christians that I knew saying, oh, it's probably, it's probably inevitable be this year, pre-trip rapture. And they don't do anything because they think that Christ is coming back and it's pointless. Now that is not good fruit. I'm sorry, that is not what God would have ever wanted us to do. And again, this isn't even a debate about pre-trib, I've done my teaching on the pre-trib versus post-trib rapture, just key in rapture, okay? Post-trib, pre-trib, you'll find it. It's it's a multi, multi-part teaching I've done. And I know I lost a lot of listeners over that. Uh, and it wasn't my goal, obviously, but I'm just trying to look at both sides here. And... Um, all I can say is that I have personally seen over the years of me being a Christian, one of the greatest reasons people don't do anything in the Christian church. I've heard it over and over is because, well, Jesus has to be coming back any minute, any minute. It's getting it's so wicked. It, it's And I've been hearing that since the 90s. And a lot of people have sat on their hands as Christians, sat on the sidelines, not got in the game, not been trying to build like Pastor is talking about here, because they figure, well, I'm going to be out of here. So, you know, it's kind of pointless for me to really do anything. And you're going to stand before God and have to give an account. So I I'm just going to keep working and working and working until, you know, I'm either whatever. Whatever happens, I die, you know, 
One thing, uh, you know, people say, well, what about this or that? I'm, I'm like, well, you know what? You could just say your pan trip. It's all going to pan out in the end, one way or another. But we're, no matter what, we're to occupy till he comes. We're to fight a good warfare. You know, the Bible says, quit you like men, be ye strong. Quit means behave. Just keep fighting. Keep fighting no matter what. So you can't fight anymore. Why do you think you're put on this planet? And it, it's not so you can, you know, just live for yourself. If you're saved, you're God's. He owns you, essentially. You're his child. You should, I mean, you should be working for him. Try to be working for him. And seek out, if you're not sure what that is, seek out what his will. Well, how do I know that? If you don't know, I can't tell you. Pray and fast about it. It's the most powerful way I know of to get a hold of God. Pray and fast. I can't tell you what God's will is for your life, other than I know he wants you to live holy, and I know he wants you to help others in as much as you can, and to be salt and light. You know, and light always exposes darkness. And salt is a preservative for whatever is around. That's why I do what I do, because I feel like I've, I'm compelled to do it. I want to do it. It's... To me, it's fun. It's fun. It gives you it gives you purpose. The world's over with. They just shut down. But the world went on. And you have to understand this. When God brings his judgment, he's judging the bad things within society. And that gives us opportunity to build good things in the midst of society. And understand, far more judgment is coming upon this nation. I've seen very little repentance. Things are going to have to get worse before they get better. And how just is God's judgment? Think of it. For nearly 50 years, Americans and American Christians have sat by while the helpless preborn are murdered, while their bodies are attacked. And now the Lord is using the tyrants to attack our bodies. We didn't defend their bodies, so now our bodies are being assaulted. By this. Well, again, I, I think you need to apply that to the... the christians that are going along with a vax plan that did nothing about any of this and and um sat on their hands did nothing had take took no real stance on abortion on demand i i think you know you want to kind of clarify that state this is a time of god's judgment upon the land we need to draw close to him and do right by him good news to all of you out there the doctrine of the lesser magistrate continues to grow by leaps and bounds not only in America, but other nations of the world. Join with us in prayer. Join with us in repentance, in fighting, in building. We want to invite you to an evening, November 30th, here in Wisconsin. 630 to 930 Faith Builders Church, 4901 South Howell Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. County before country, building God's kingdom through Christian localism. Um, resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. There's so much material to get to. We're offering this gathering. We hope you're able to come, and if not, that you take time to watch the films of the talks that are produced afterwards. Yeah, speakers and topics. Matrohelia, who's the pastor you're hearing, which is the authority of the county, of a county, and then Pastor Derek Carlson, the duty of elders in the face of a tyrant government. Then Gordon Donaldson, building Christian medical structures. Then Mike Bredo, The Fragile Food Supply and Food for Life. Then Paul Dorr, and these are all different speakers, Confronting and Defunding Government Schools. Then Pastor Jace, 
Jason Storms, Freedom, Bravery, and Firearms, Lexington, and Lessons for Today. May Christ be praised. Amen. Okay, I'm way over on time, so God bless you and see you in part two.